1: here on this Friday evening it's a jam-packed JJ after dark John Jastrzemski right here on the fan and he's been with us every step of the way now it's championship weekend in the NFL to break down these two games my dude Jared Smith sports grid morning after I know he's ready to rock and roll what's
0: happening Smitty J.J., here we go. Uh, you know, this is this is probably the the big boy weekend. Uh, you know, obviously only one more game after this. I, I will say this, historically speaking, last year, both favorites, both overs. Pretty comfortably on both. I don't know if it's going to be so easy this year. couple of really tough games to break down this
1: weekend. You ain't kidding. And I'm going to start here, Jared. Can you find anybody who likes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week? I mean, I feel like <laughs> anybody I talk to... It's Rogers time. The Packers are money at home. It is very, very tough for me to find people who are on board with the Buccaneers this week.
0: Yeah. And you know, the public agrees with that sentiment. You know, we're seeing about 70, 75% of the action come in on green Bay and, and you know, the line has moved uh, as expected. Now there was some news today with Antonio Brown. I don't know if that necessarily was the catalyst to move that line off of three at most of the shops here on the East coast, but I am, I'm seeing three and a half uh, pretty much across the marketplace right now. And I, Listen, the, if you want to get right into this game, the guts of this game, I mean, it's, it's its a return matchup of a Week 6 game. Actually, it's kind of ironic. Both games are return matchups. How much stock you
1: putting in these games? By the way, the ones back in uh, mid-October. To Sorry back. to cut you off there, but it just kind of no, dawned no, on me, Smitty. No, many. It,
0: no it's, it's a great question because that was the first thing I did this week. Uh, you know, I think Thursday or Wednesday, I, I went back and I watched the condensed replays of both games. And you learned a lot. And the teams have obviously changed since then. I don't think it's... I don't think it's fair to just grade this matchup on what took place week six. I think it has to be an elixir of also what's happening over the last couple of weeks, especially last week. Uh, but there's definitely parts of the game, more so the Bills-Chiefs, that was a little eye-opening. Listen, the Packers were rolling in that game. They were up 10 nothing, And then Aaron Rodgers threw a very uncharacteristic pick six, and all of a sudden the floodgates opened and it was 38 unanswered for the, uh, the Bucks. And that was it. It was 38-10. The the Packers never scored again after I think it was late first quarter. So I I don't know how much stock I can put into that specific performance. But the Bucs have played a lot similarly over the last couple of weeks as they did in that game, i.e. the defense. And that's really what the handicap is this weekend. Can this defense, this Bucks defense with Devin White and Carlton Davis and the pieces that they have, Vita Bay is coming back, Todd Bowles obviously the coordinator, can they go into Green Bay and put together a, per- a performance that can keep Tom Brady in this game? I don't think Tom Brady wants to go toe-for-toe with Aaron Rodgers. The defense, I think, for Tampa Bay is going to have to be what keeps them kind of on serve. Smitty, how about this correlation? Tampa, if they're going to
1: win, if they're going to cover, does that coincide with the under?
0: maybe because i i I see a world where tampa really runs the ball effectively on green bay and i i think that is the recipe for this game because you know we we talk about this all the time what are good over teams i've always been convinced that teams that run the football the best are the best over teams because they're always the ones that convert the red zone field goals at touchdown that those are the death of overs especially overs that are in the 50s uh like this one is is field goals in the red zone so the, the Bucks can run the ball, and the Packers have struggled to stop the run. And I think the last couple of weeks, you saw Leonard Fournette really come into the fold. By the way, Leonard Fournette is an unbelievable postseason running back. Uh, I think I see here he has five postseason touchdowns in his four postseason games. So he's a guy that shows up in big spots. He did it in Jacksonville. And they've got Ronald Jones, I think, who's now a little bit fresh. So the running game could certainly push this over because the Bucs could score three or four touchdowns, and then all of a sudden the Packers have to answer. So I don't necessarily think that correlation is 100% sound.
1: We got Jared Smith over at Sports Grid breaking down championships Sunday in the NFL. All right, Smitty, let's get to the AFC side. Um, what did you think the line would have been if Mahomes, let's say, on Sunday doesn't get concussed KC wins by 9, 10 points. Mm. Is this line as low as it is?
0: I think it's still the same. And I think it's going okay. to finish at right around three and a half, four. 4. Um, I definitely think it's going to get to 3.5 by Sunday. Um, I mean, I think that was kind of... I, I forget what the line was uh, in the Week 6 game. But I think it was kind of around there. Now that She's were
1: favored, I'm just trying to think of yeah, what it was. It might have, have been 3.5. I think it I actually think it was 3.5. It, it,
0: it, it was over a field goal, definitely. And... You know, so you're putting now the game back in Kansas City's turf with a, you know, I don't want to say a home field advantage, but certainly uh, a, a little bit more of a home crowd than Buffalo certainly had in their game. And that was, a, remember, that was a really fluky game. That was a five o'clock game on a Monday. It was supposed to be the Thursday night game, but the Titans game got all screwed up and they pushed that back. And then the, the Bills game got screwed with the Chiefs. And so they ended up playing this game Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern. And the Bills didn't have Matt Milano in that game. And, they, and Tremaine Edmonds was hurt, and, and he played hurt in the game, but he was clearly limited. And those two guys, Milano and Edmonds, are the leading tacklers for the Bills in the postseason. So I take a lot of stock the fact that the Chiefs ran 161 rushing yards by Edwards-Elair in that game against the Bills. Patrick Mahomes had 10 rushes for 36 yards, tons of throws on the run. I don't know if those same running lanes are going to be available this time around. And obviously, Mahomes, you think he's going to be a little limited mobility-wise. I think the, the toe really is more concerning to me than the concussion. So the way that the Bills played that game, J.J., they just played too deep, and they let Mahomes take everything underneath. They ran the ball. They took the little underneath stuff to Kelsey all day. Kelsey was great in the red zone in that game. But Tredavious White held Tyreek Hill to three catches on three targets for 20 yards. And I think the Bills... Josh Allen played his worst game of the year. He had 122 passing yards, lowest of the season, 51% completion percentage, lowest of the season. The Bills played arguably one of their worst games of the year, shorthanded at linebacker, and the Chiefs ran all over them and just won by nine. So I, I can see Buffalo having a little bit of value. That's the part of the handicap of that week six game that I take a little more stock in the Bills.
1: Here's the one thing I've noticed with Kansas City, Jared. I know the angle of them not covering a game since early November has yeah. gotten a whole lot of attention. But guess what? When they need to turn it on, when they need to make a big play, whenever it may be, it even happened last week when they didn't have Patrick Mahomes, they make it. How alarming is that for you if you're thinking of throwing a Buffalo Beacon this week?
0: That would concern me. Uh, of course. Me. That, that's Honestly, JJ, that is the only thing that is preventing me from grabbing three and probably three and a half with Buffalo is the mystique of Patrick Mahomes and just how deadly he's been in these spots. That's the only thing preventing me from feeling that the Bills are one of the livest, if not the livest, dogs in a long time in a championship game, because this has historically been a favorites game. And, you know, again, last year, both favorites covered, they were seven and a half. Chiefs were seven and a half point favorites. Uh, Niners were eight point favorites over the Packers. So the, the 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 favorites have historically covered in this spot. Six and 14 are underdogs straight up in the title games over the last 10 postseason. So you always put stock in the favorites. Uh, Maybe a little different this year because of the no home field. But obviously there's a lot of similarities to last year's Chiefs team. It's just I don't think their defense is playing as well. and I think that's the one thing where I really prevent from laying points in any spot with Kansas City. Their way to DVOA has been really poor. They gave up a lot of yards to the Browns. They were fortunate. I mean, that that crazy, fluky fumble in the end zone at the goal line, and there was a couple of really interesting penalties in that spot. I know Mahomes got hurt, but the Browns were in that game. They moved the ball. I'm concerned about the Chiefs' defense, but I'm also a little concerned about Patrick Mahomes. But you're right. At the end of the day, they're the defending champs, and it's going to be not an easy task to go knock them off on their home field.
1: Smitty, from a player prop standpoint, I normally – don't give them out throughout the regular season. There's too many games, there's too many sides. Mm. Now we only got two games. If there is one or two player props that you would eye for this weekend, what would they be?
0: I think Josh Allen running the football is something I would take a very close eye on. Um, the Chiefs I like have that. against rushing QBs this year. Um they've given up fourteen rushing touchdowns this year. Seven of them have been to quarterbacks. So when the Chiefs do give up yards on the ground, the quarterbacks tend to, you know, have the advantage there. And that was one of the things I noticed in that matchup against the Chiefs in week six, JJ, a ton of design quarterback runs for Josh Allen. He had 42 rushing yards in that game. It was his third highest rushing total of the season. I think Josh Allen's going to have to make plays with his legs because I think the Chiefs are going to be very aggressive blitzing him and they're going to try to keep him in the pocket. and They're going to try to make him beat him with his arm. And I think there's going to be some open lanes if he can break contain. So I think Josh Allen absolutely is a guy. And also this is a flyer, but, Rob Gronkowski, he, him and Brady are one touchdown away from tying Rice and Montana as the, for the most postseason touchdowns by a quarterback-receiver, I guess, tight end duo. Uh, I think Gronk sneaks into the end zone. They were targeting him in the end zone last week. He's like plus 250 to score. That's another flyer I might consider this week is Gronk to find Pater.
1: All right, Smitty, now it's time, amigo. Plays for the NFC and the NFC title game. The floor is yours.
0: You know, I, I got to go both dogs here. I, I know I'm probably going to eat it, and, you know, if the favorites cover like they've done historically in, in these spots, I'll eat it, but I'm going to trust my handicap, and I'm going to trust the defenses. I'm going to trust the two teams catching points that are playing better on defense, and I think we're going to get – I would wait on the Bills and the Chiefs. I'd wait till Sunday. I think you're going to get three and a half. Maybe you'll get four. You're getting three and a half right now with the Bucks. I, I don't know if that's going to get to four, so I think three and a half is safe. So we'll take the Bucks three and a half. And we'll take the Bills, presumably at three and a half as well. And we'll hop on those two props. We told you Josh Allen to score a touchdown uh, and also Rob Gronkowski to score a touchdown. You could sprinkle on Josh Allen's rushing yards as well. But I think it's going to be two very tightly contested games. I can make a case for all four teams winning the Super Bowl. If you like the dogs this weekend, not a bad idea to also throw some money on that team to win the Super Bowl as well. You're getting three, four to one with the Bucks and the Bills, and I think that's a good plus EV bet as well. So I, I think it's a dog weekend, and I think that we're going to have two really good games, J.J.
1: Smitty, I hope so. And call me crazy. You like Tampa this week. You're almost better suited, I think, to go and play them on the money line. I really believe yeah, that. Because to agree. me, if Green uh,
0: Bay uh, is winning this
1: game, play? they're not winning it by three. That's just my take.
0: Yeah, that's fair. You know, the Packers have a knack for for closing out games, but also they have a knack for letting up late touchdowns to cover back. Towards. I've seen that happen with their...
1: Just ask the Carolina Panthers month. that, what, back in week 15 or week 16. That was significant. And the Very.
0: Lions, I feel like I've seen it a million times this year. You know what? Listen, this... These are, I think these are the four best teams we've had in the NFL this year. Say what you want about the Bucks up and down, but it's still Tom Brady and a great defense. The Bills and the Chiefs, no doubt, have been the best two teams in the AFC, and, and, and Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. So we, I, I think the NFL got it right this year, despite the COVID, despite the coronavirus craziness. I think we've got the four best teams in the NFL battling out on championship weekend.
1: Smitty, tremendous job. We will chat next week to set the stage, and then it's Super Bowl week in two weeks. Enjoy these games. Enjoy the weekend. Later, bro.
0: Good luck, everybody.
1: There you have it. That Jared Smith over at Sports Grid joins us each and every football Friday. When we come back, jam-packed edition of Yellow Ox of the Week with maybe a special guest involved. That's coming up next.